Hi. It's Adele and Zoe. And welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right, whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele and Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. So here we go then. The one with the evil orthodontist. Let's find out about this episode. Let's recap what it was all about in a jazzy epidemic form, which is the episode in the form of the limerick. Okay. A peeping Tom spies on their life. Barry cheats on his nearly new wife. When the fantasy's gone, Rachel's cleared to move on. And Chandler's phone is causing him strife. Oh, very good. Life, strife and wife. So when the fantasy's gone, Rachel's cleared to move on. So you mean by that, like the fantasy of just a bit of sex in the dentist chair? Uh, No, the fantasy that maybe she gave up something that was good when she left oh, Barry at the altar. So when at the end she says, I was, I could never really be sure that I made the right decision and now I am sure. That means she, she's drawn a line under Paolo, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. We've now drawn a line under Barry. Under the fantasy of moving. Yeah. Great. And Chandler's phone is causing him strife. It sure is. It's the lack of anyone on the phone that's calling him, causing him the strife. Well, the actual thing itself causes him a bit of strife. Oh yeah, yeah, we can see every time. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, um, very nice, very good epidemic, very um, synced with some strong rhymes of life, wife and strife. Very good. So should we talk about this in a bit more detail? The one with the evil orthodontist. Let's do it. So let's find out what this evil orthodontist is all about. IMDB, recap us the episode, please. Rachel and Barry start dating again, despite the fact that he's now engaged to Mindy. Chandler goes nuts. When a woman he likes won't return his calls. Okay, so it's kind of okay. It's not really that Rachel and Barry start dating again. No. That doesn't, that doesn't seem quite... Uh, quite well, right. I mean, I suppose, actually, having said that, they do go on a date, don't they? When he yeah. buys her the little bottle of Chanel. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit more sinister than that, though, isn't it? And so you think that if we don't really think that's quite right, for Netflix then to say, this Netflix recap, Rachel and Barry start dating again. 
Yeah. Exact same sentence. Mm-hmm. Even though he's engaged to Mindy, IMDb has said, despite the fact he's engaged to Mindy, who wants, uh, so even though he's engaged to Mindy, who wants Rachel to be her maid of honour? Um, so that's a complete rip-off, totally. Yeah. They're taking the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, and I've only mentioned one of the three things that goes on. So the other things are... Chandler... So the IMDb one talks yeah, about Chandler. Yeah, but Netflix just focuses yeah. on that Rachel yeah, yeah, Barry yeah. thing. So Chandler, yeah, goes on this date, wants a woman to ring him. And the other one is that there is somebody across the way spying yeah. on the gang. Yeah, yeah. Using a telescope. Yeah. So that's the recap. What about some numbers mm. of how this episode was received? So on IMDb... Mm-hmm. Looking at the viewer ratings, this is 23rd no. of 24 no. episodes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, I know. So this is like pretty much the worst episode of season one. One of the worst, yeah. Um, and therefore it's not ranker.com. Correct. Oh, well, we've already we've done found them. the one, haven't we? We've done the three. in the three episodes in season one and they were Dozen Lasagnas, Blackout and... Poker. Poker. Okay. And my score for this is, uh, it's average, so 11th yeah. out of 24. Yeah, there are things I half. like, there are things that are a bit, you don't really need, I think. And, mm, yeah, I feel, I'm running out of space in my top 10, so I can't put it in there <laughs> again. But there are some there are some good things here. There is some movement forward off stuff, isn't there? But there's also some kind of duds. I think the whole telescope thing Ugh. is a dud. Ugh. What's the point of it? I don't know, and not that I should get annoyed by this, but where the blooming neck does this person live that they can see into both Rachel and Joey's apartments? Yeah, that does When you look at the layout of their apartments... Where are the windows? Well, is there Joey's? a window in their kitchen? Hey, that's no, weird. and he says he mean, it means he can't cook naked. Oh. Is, have, they got, have they got a window at the back of their apartment, Joey? I thought, have they only got windows in their bedrooms? Is there one above where the sofa yeah, ends there? up? Yeah, is there? Um, I don't think there is. No, I don't know if there so, is. So yeah, there's absolutely no way that she can see. It's really so. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um. So that that is the dud. Um. Which is averaging lower. Which again, you know, we've talked about this, haven't we? That with so much going on in one little episode. Yeah. If it doesn't quite, it's very very hard to find three things that are going to land every time. And, and they're the zingers, aren't they? Where. Or, you know, we've had some discussions mm. where we've been like, mm. every single one of these storylines yeah, is brilliant and yeah. you find it hard to choose between them. Yeah, this one not so much, unfortunately. No. Um, okay. There is one th- we, we might not talk much more about the telescope, might we? Oh, not? all right. There yeah. is just one thing that I do like about the okay. telescope, which is when Joey's on the phone to this peeping Tom, who turns out to be a woman called Sydney, and she sort of wins them over by flattering them. Mm. And she says that Monica, the brunette, was wearing that dress. She looked like Ingrid Bergman. And I just really like Monica's response. She goes, no. With this exaggerated effort to show someone across the way. Yeah. And she looks like teenage Monica. Like, she looks so more, like, kind of goofy and, like... And I just really, really... It's so endearing and very warming to her character. thinking, Monica? hasn't had a lot to do for a little while now. You're right. You like, are right. It's all about... It's been a very Ross and Rachel push forward. Yeah, you're right. So the monkey gets away. She was just looking for Marcel. The one with the poker, she was... Okay, she was a bit competitive. But it's but, all about Rachel and Ross, really. Yeah. Um, and now this episode, all she's got to do is basically sort of look at 
Chandler pining after his phone not ringing and um, this little telescope thing. However, the next episode, it's all about her. Yes, so maybe the next they're few, saving actually, it up. There's a couple they're coming up, up, which are very much about her. Yeah, so let's, I mean, telescope, probably not, not much worth loads more there. to say about that. Should we talk about Chandler and... Yeah, what's going on with him then? He's been on a date, mm-hmm. which is in his mind, the greatest first date of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all the little things you might be looking for, mm-hmm. nice chemistry, conversation flowing, etc., mm-hmm. all there for him. Mm-hmm. And now there is the quandary of how to play the game. So how to ensure that this continues to more dates without being going being too forward, which might put her off because she thinks he's too needy. Yeah. And there are quite different takes on how he should respond because yeah, the boys okay. are like yeah you don't call her today because it's only not even 24 hours after the date and the girls are like oh for goodness sake like just be honest if you like her just, just call go her for it, yeah. and phoebe has this great line where she actually goes and gets the phone off the counter and hands it to chandler and says stop being so testosterone oh and then chandler says which is the real san francisco treat do you know what he means? No. No. I googled it. Oh. So it's obviously good. it's a obviously a probably I would imagine of the era American reference. Okay. It's a product. So there are two types. Riceroni and pastaroni. Oh okay, okay. She <laughs> okay. said, Don't be so testosterone. Oh, I see. So it's real. Is, <laughs> and are these pastaroni things from San Francisco? Well, I go- I just googled the San Francisco treat. Oh, so it must fine. be their slogan or their oh, tagline or oh, something. Oh, that is clever. Uh, so the pastaroni, and she's like, don't be so testosterone. Oh, that's so good. I thought that was yeah, funny. I, I, Didn't get it what, before, obviously. And and with some of these things, you just think, I don't get it, and just washes over, and I've kind of not even questioned that I don't get it. So that was very uh, useful. Yeah. It's like you've bought a whole... You, it's like it's like giving me a brand new friend's joke. It's like, oh, if they were making gifted you right now, you've gifted me. What are you giving me? Um, I'm giving you my opinion about... <laughs> I'm giving you a piece of my mind. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so the 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 boys. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a friends through a lens thing here in terms of looking back now on the way that the men are responding to this idea of first date. Like, yeah, and Joey just says this line that is just brutal. He just throws it away really quickly. And he goes, "Let her dangle." Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, that is ouch, isn't it? Yeah. But looking back now, I think people still do that. Like, oh, I'm men, sure they do. You know, it's still a game. There's still rules. Yeah. There's still. Although now it's not about who you're calling; it's about how you're interacting on What's social that? media and stuff. So yeah. you wouldn't actually need to worry about the phone not ringing because you would see if your message has been read, Ugh. if your message has been delivered, yeah. when they were last online, yeah. and if you're getting, if you're getting a, they've read it and they've been online since you're getting, yeah pied in the face wouldn't have made as good an episode would it uh absolutely not no, no. she's read my message yeah she yeah, hasn't replied. yeah 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 it wouldn't have made as good as episode yeah um but uh yeah this let her dangle thing i think actually probably i wonder if even friends maybe this is too much to say but they even kind of maybe created it or or, or pushed it out there that this is this well this is a rule of dating mm, now one of the things i should have looked up i'm gonna have to try and do it from memory and i don't I'm not certain enough of the dates. But there was a book around this time called The Rules. Oh, Do you of remember course. this? Yes. Was this... Yes, yes, yes. Uh, would yes. it have been later 90s than this? I remember I it being know. featured on 
it was probably on Oprah's show and things like that, which is a, was this the one, there was one written by women, yeah, it was written by women, wasn't it? And it was like how to engage in the yeah. dating game yeah. in order to bag a man, basically. Yeah. yeah. And there was lots of this crap about... Like, don't reply to them, you know. Don't it, ring it, them the next day and yeah, all that yeah. kind of 20, 24 hours to not ring, 48 hours to say, you, you know, you want to see them again. And when you should have sex and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, just awful. So maybe the rules are kind of out there parallel, but what Friends is doing here is amplifying that, I think, because they've got yes. the biggest reach of anything on anybody and the way that you know joey's like let her dangle like in such a of course she, i think even ross even sensitive sweet ross is saying stuff mm. like god no don't call her back mm. i think yeah and they play with this a lot don't they that there is there's an assumption here that there is a fundamental difference between how men approach this versus how women approach it mm-hmm. in in these relationships and it gets turned on its head a little bit later on when there's that lovely bit when Chandler and Janice break up mm-hmm. and Ron- Moss, Moss? <laughs> Rachel and Monica yeah. are trying to advise Chandler from what, like how he should behave. And they're like, this is unprecedented, you know, when Janice rings up and actually says this is how oh, she feels. Yeah. So they're like, we, we're at a loss. Do yeah, yeah. Like, we, we don't know. This is, yeah. We have no experience yeah. in this area. Yeah. So it's built on this sort of fundamental yes. principle that men would do one thing and women would do another. And so yeah, it's another example of, of that. Rules. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, and then the kind of, you know, why it is funny and so ridiculous is because he's so bloody miserable. Yeah. Not communicating. Yeah. He so could solve that. You. Yeah. Communication is Swallow key. your pride. Yeah. Get yeah. rid of your ego. Yeah. So he, so this one tiny event, which is, he's decided he's not going to listen to the girls. Um, oh no, he does ring her, doesn't he? And he gets her answer machine. Which he leaves the best answer phone message on. Oh, no, that's the next, that's the next bit, isn't it? In the Central Park, when she says, stop being so testosterone does he not call her then? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. Bugger. But the next day, yeah. yes, he calls her and leaves yeah. a machine yeah. message. And the message is just like, hi, just calling in. Uh, <laughs> I was like, would, um, you know, give me a ring back sometime. So like, it's very, very uh, staged. staged to to. And then the best bit is that he's jiggling keys yeah, in the yeah, keyboard. Yeah, yeah. And he said, what's that? And he goes, oh, I want him to, you know, I want her to think that um, I'm yeah. at a restaurant. And then Mother's just like, you spent two hours like prepping that. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's good. And, and you know, you were saying earlier in the, when we talked about the, where Chandler has to fire Nina at work and he doesn't. And we mm. were like, he's mm. really on ethical with yeah. that and you were saying but you know you've got to remember that he's so awkward with women right and he is and we'd said to ah, that point we yes, hadn't really yes, yes. seen that very much yeah and this is maybe the first one where we do start to see it he doesn't he just doesn't know how to be normal no, with no, someone that he likes no because it is ridiculous yeah and then she turns up at the end of the episode this woman to say well you know i tried to ring you and you know, i think your phone i couldn't get through or we must have got the run over or something and um and everyone's like, there you go, it's nice, she came from. He's like, oh, she's yeah, how needy desperate. is that to actually come down yeah. and find me and look for me? And this is a good example of what is really a, a tiny idea, mm. but that's used throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. So you keep coming back to whatever they're doing in Monica's apartment, Rach, uh, Jandler's sitting there stressing over the fact that the phone's not ringing or whatever. It also has my favourite joke of the episode. Oh, yeah. what's this? So I do really really laugh at this every time i see it so you we're on i don't know how many rounds of the fact that he's like she hasn't called me or i haven't called her or he rang up to try and leave a message or see how many messages she got and then she picked up and he didn't speak to her and you got this kind of 
foam tennis thing going yeah. on. And then it's like one afternoon, there's just him and Monica and they're discussing it and she says, look, why don't you, um, why don't you call her and see? Mm. And he rings up and then he actually chats to her. Mm-hmm. I know, oh, it might be just before that. But anyway, the point is, Monica says, he says to her, I do still have some dignity. And she goes, do you? And he goes, no. <laughs> and I haven't delivered it very well. But in the context of the episode, I think that's very, very, very funny. Because he's like trying to say, look, just don't patronise me. You yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah, I kind yeah, of am a yeah, stand-up yeah. kind of guy here. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. really? Yeah. He's like, no. absolutely not. No. no. So he grabs the phone and rings her. Does it ever, in, like, just into your mind that, I don't know, Monica's trying to help him date. And they're so, they're going to end up together. Like, does it ever sometimes, actually, I'm answering my own question here. No, they just don't, they don't have any, there's no tension no. there, is there? No. It will come and there will be times and it will build. Because because when they do get together, it is a shock value release. Exactly. And the writers did that very purposefully because they were saying, we did so much build up with Ross and Rachel, we wanted this to just be something very exactly. different. Yeah. Um, but there are a couple of moments coming up that are little Monica Chandler moments yeah there are but they they openly discuss it at one point don't they at the the beach house Uh, later on yeah 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 where he's kind of trying to convince her they should they're probably well suited and she's like no it'll never happen yeah so I think yeah and that's the whole point isn't it that in that one where you she sort of turns over the the bed sheet and it's her face there in the bed next to him. Yeah, that's why the audience goes so it's wild. It's going so wild because it is, unex- it is unexpected. It is yeah. unexpected, even though it makes so much sense going yeah. forward. Yeah. So, okay, so that's really what's going on with Chandler then. Um, and the biggest story, the kind of storyline A here, is yeah. that uh, Barry, in the last episode, has, has pounced in on... Uh, just as Ross was about to get his words out to kind of tell her how he feels, uh, Barry barged in, um, and now uh, Rachel is kind of thinking, okay, what do I do with this? And so they go on uh, a sort of date, or they kind of catch up. They go for a catch up. Yeah. And it's so funny how Ross is just, like, hmm. he's so... Hmm. And I could just feel for him because he's got no control over this, no, you know? No, all, It's the worst got, thing that could have happened. It's the worst thing government, especially because we were talking that a lot of this baggage was getting rid of, right? You know, yeah. she left Barry, she... Paolo's gone, Carol's gone. It's even gone. worse in a way than her meeting someone new. Yeah, because there's so much history there yeah. and there's so much um, stuff and he just can't... Um, yeah, he can't. Uh, he can't do anything about it, and you really feel for him because he's just like, is it? Is it? They they're saying goodbye to each other, and he's making Phoebe like replay what's yeah. going on outside because he just can't even bear to look. It's he's trying to be cool about it. Um, which actually, no, I was like, does that make Phoebe know? Oh. Does that make Phoebe know? Probably not. Probably not. But I think it's just the boys that know. And he is sitting in a position where he, he wouldn't be able see. to see. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That'd be a weird thing, wouldn't it? I can't look. Can you tell me what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she comes in and, and Monica, you know, how was it? And he's, she's like, it was pretty good, actually. We actually had a really, you know, pretty good time. And you can, you know, people choose people to go out with people for reasons. That's why breakups are so awful, because... There's a lot of They're not good. All bad. Yeah. There's always going to be. There's always yeah. going to be a lot of good. So. And that whole rose tinted glasses thing after a breakup yeah. is a very risky, isn't it? Yeah. And even she's like, you know, we went to the Russian tea rooms and he bought me some Chanel. Yeah, what a lovely day. Yeah, yeah, you know. And it's it's not it's not life, is it? It's not living with someone inside out. It's like just going on a nice fancy date and 
the greatest city in the world. Yeah, so, um, exactly. But that, but she gets a bit caught up in it, and then they say to her, "Look, you know, you you've been here before. Yeah, this is not yeah. the reality yeah. of Barry. Yeah, you got to break it off. Yeah." So she goes to see him, and they do. You know, do you want to? I'm just gonna just gonna replay here because my favorite joke of the episode. Oh, go yeah. It's just before that where. She's saying, you know, we, we had fun. Is there anything wrong with that? And Ross just smacks Chandler. Oh, yes! So that Chandler goes, yes! Yeah, he has and, like, like, nothing else like, to say. proper bro code of just like, you know, Ross doesn't want to do it because it's too obvious. So she's like, we have fun. Is there anything wrong with that? Ross just smacks him. Yes! And, <laughs> and she's goes, like, why? Yeah. And, he, and he goes, I have my reasons. Yes, yeah. <laughs> really proper makes yeah, me all that is that really one. really good that one yeah yeah so yeah. um you know there are issues because he is getting married to her best friend ex-best friend you know, yeah, i mean i wouldn't yeah they're not still best friends are they but long time friend for yeah, sure maybe she says i think she says she was my best yeah. friend later in the episode she didn't yeah. say she is my best friend because if yeah. i was monica i'd be like hey, what what ring rank that who was your emergency contact a couple of episodes ago not mindy exactly was my best friend okay so then she goes off and it cuts to she's like right i'm gonna put a stop to this and bam they're in the chair <laughs> dentist chair bam bam <laughs> the quite literally word. there they are they've been uh and where this really becomes brilliant is when she comes back after that to the apartment mm-hmm. and they're like oh how did it go and she's like oh you know how did you take it yeah. pretty well actually yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's two magic moments <laughs> number one when she very you know she's like oh okay i'm gonna have to tell because Mon- yeah, monica spotted yeah, the dental yeah, floss in her head. Yeah. i'm gonna have to yeah bloody tell her Just what i've whisper done it. so she's like we ended up having sex in his chair and magic moment number one monica goes you had sex, sex in, in his, his chair, chair? To which Ross is like a little meerkat. Yeah. <laughs> and sort of pathetically is like, what did she, what did you do? And Phoebe, she had, they had sex in his, his chair. chair. <laughs> like really enunciated so didn't well. didn't hear it. That yeah. is really, really funny. Yeah, that's very funny. What's your other magic moment? Oh, oh no, that's it. Those are the two magic moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both um, about sex in the just chair. Just talking about sex in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you going to ask me? Two things. <laughs> How practically does, do you do that? Oh, um, uh, I suppose there are I ways. I think it'd be all right because it's got buttons, isn't it? <laughs> like recliny buttons. Oh, and <laughs> could be the laziest sex ever. You just press the buttons instead of having to move. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this might be super rude, or am I just overthinking this? When she goes, "Oh yes, Google," she goes, "And it was so nice to have this little sink here." <laughs> Is that a spitting sink? <laughs> Oh, Zoe! <laughs> Have you ever thought that? I think it might be the, why the joke is there. Why else? People do laugh. The audience does laugh. Yeah. Because sometimes they do this. Like when she actually has a date with Ross and she rolls over the juice box and she's oh, like, thank yeah, God! Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes they really drop some very dirty stuff in in a very clouded way. <laughs> but that's no guarantee yeah, that it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. that. She's like, it's so nice to have this little Um, Okay, well, uh, maybe, maybe not. That's uh, disgusting. Um, And then... um. Uh, actually that bit's coming up later it might be the next time that they meet up where she's like um, she's trying to kind of get dressed and stuff and she's like um, she's like I had a bra yeah and you can clearly see because she's got a white top on that she's actually already wearing a bra yeah but I think I think she should have gone method with it and just you know not worn one she does later when she takes the bra off yes she goes method with that trying to seduce Joey yeah 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 yeah. it's a favourite episode of many many men I I know I bet 
Um, anyway, so that I just thought, if you're going to do that thing, don't make her wear a white top. So you can't actually see oh, that she's I totally see. wearing it. Yeah, just yeah. Just suddenly. Yeah. It's one of those reality moments. Yeah, that's true. Um, in anyway. That, in that bit where she, she's relaying this story, effectively, mm. back to the rest of them. Mm. Kind of in the middle of that, the phone rings. Mm-hmm. And mm. shock, it's Mindy. Mm. And not so much the conversation, because that's basically, you know, can I come and see you and have a chat with you? Mm. It's what happens while that conversation's taking place that is such a wonderful Rachel moment Mm -hmm. where she's talking on the phone and she's very involved in that conversation very self-centred here yeah yes Mm -hmm. and she starts walking up doing a a circuit of the the coffee table and lots of people are relaxing reclining they've got feet Mm -hmm. up on the table or whatever (laughs) and they all just keep moving so awkwardly having to move their legs yeah. right up into their chest she yeah. doesn't she's completely oblivious no, no. and then at one point she kind of changes direction oh, yeah, and comes yeah. back well, and that, then eventually that, that, yeah. Chandler's like no turn, turn around yeah it's just very sweet so she goes and then meets Mindy who um is all dressed in pink and just to go for the actress here so this actress is a super famous actress for playing a super iconic role. So this is Jennifer A beloved, Grey. a beloved role. Don't put baby in the corner. She's now, um, yeah, so not in just dancing. So here she is now. And it's just, isn't it a life lesson here? Seven years on from Dirty Dancing, that's all. Is that it? And she looks like a completely different person. She's, she's so unrecognisable that me, who has seen Dirty Dancing... A million times. <laughs> I've seen that film that. so many times. Really? I didn't yes. know you were so into that film. It was, I mean, it came out in 1987. I was 12 years old. You I was into dance dances. at the time. Yeah. It changed my life. Maybe we should do like... a podcast and do <laughs> Maybe we should. Another time. Uh, so having seen her face mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. and dreamed it was me kissing Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was Jennifer Grey until I saw it in the credits at the end of the thing. Yeah. And then I was like, it can't be the same Jennifer Grey. No, it's a different Jennifer Grey. Well, it certainly uh, is a different Jennifer Grey. That is where you have plastic surgery on your nose and your life then spirals. And you know what else as well? There's something about... Because don't get me wrong, I'm sure a professional in this field would say her nose is more shapely and demure now. But it was characterful. It was... She wasn't ugly or it wasn't no. like any problem with how she looked before. And it gave her something unique yeah, about her, an yeah, edge. Yeah. And then she's sort of yeah. become this generic. She did it and she says it was a massive mistake. Really? Can you imagine doing something that yeah, you're not going much back, are you? to your face and like, yeah, you know, you've changed well, the way you've looked. Her nose would change her so I know, you just like, put it back, put it back. She has aged a bit as well, of course, but only se- this is why I said it's only seven years. Wow. Maybe it's, it's also because long. she's dressed like a kind of... Um, yeah, maybe if she was Stepford in wife, that maybe it's like, denim um, shorts and a white shirt. Yeah, in a lake. yeah, yeah. Maybe she, if she, we would recognise instead her. of hugging Rachel, she'd just gone into the lift <laughs> as a way of greeting. We may have recognised her better. <laughs> yeah, so Mindy, and then this this conversation between Mindy and Rachel mm. uh, is is a big reveal, isn't it? Because it turns out not only. Um, the, the big worry of Rachel is that she's going to confront her, but actually she asked her to be maid of honour. Yeah. But then it also turns out that she's really upset because she thinks Barry's maybe seeing someone all? else. That's not all. It's not all. And surprise of surprises, not only that, mm. but she's super suspicious of Barry mm. because she was having an affair she with him doing it. when oh. he was engaged to Rachel. Ooh, oh, can you imagine? Ouch. Pasta. Can you imagine? Oh. 
And then I love it when she's like, oh, I just feel so stupid. And Rachel's like, oh, Mindy, you, you are, are so, so stupid. stupid. <laughs> That's really good. And she then says, we are both so stupid. And I like yeah. that, that there's, there's an immediately camaraderie between these two. Because yeah. they could be like, you did it behind my back and now I'm doing yeah. it behind your back. But they're actually like, you know, it's him. He's the common enemy yeah. here. Um, what do you think? Oh, go on. I, well, uh, what do you... What do you think of the reality of actually Mindy asking Rachel to be made of honour in the first place? Um, I mean, I think it's pretty insensitive. Yeah. She's marrying the person that... Yeah. I mean, all right, okay, they've made their peace with it and Rachel and Barry don't want to be together and that's all okay. Yeah. But I don't think you'd ask the... Per- I mean, it's pretty humiliating. For- and yeah. it is in the end, right? It's very humiliating. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, but you know, they needed some reason. They needed a reason. They needed a reason. I just, yeah, I don't. And maybe that's why things like that, this episode is 23rd out of 24th, because it just does feel a bit clunky that you think, oh, she's not, you know, she's insensitive to ask to be the maid of honour when you were just about to marry the groom. Like, that feels weird. It's also weird that Rachel says yes. Yeah. And she does it in that screaming. You remember when the friends turn up in that really early episode? Yeah. They do a bit of this screaming. And yeah, yeah. also, she's um, she's going to be made of honour because she says, you know, she was my best friend. Monica, though, when she sees a picture of her, she's like, oh, wow, she's pretty. Monica has never met Mindy. And you think, so she does mention it. She says, you know, we went to camp together. But isn't it strange that they've never, don't uh, know each other, never met each other? Yes. Could there be, could it be the case that Monica is referring to a grown-up version of a person she met as a teenager? Yeah, because she does say, is that Mindy? She points and goes, is that Mindy? Yeah. Wow, she's pretty. But maybe, yeah, maybe they knew each other know. when they were younger. Yeah, okay. I, I suppose it's just um, a timeline of who was Rachel's best friend but then. All, yeah, and all of this is very inconsistent, actually, as time goes on, because mm. you have all sorts of things where it turns out that Rachel spent a lot of time with Richard, which oh, gives the impression the pool, yeah. that they all maybe sort of lived quite or close together. Well, she's at one point, and she says she... No, it was... Um, Monica peed in the pool. Mm-hmm. Rachel fell off a bike, oh. and Richard kissed her right, right? here. Yeah. So that's that means... on the nose. Pointed something. That means they must have lived in a similar neighbourhood. Because why okay. would she be on his on her bike okay. around his house? But then that. But then they don't seem to interact in that way as if they knew yeah. each other. Long. So yeah. there, there are a lot of inconsistencies. And she says but... about Mindy as well. She's like, she told me how to kiss. But um, yeah. So yes, kisses. Anyway, yeah. so they approach him. Slightly weird moment when they first approach him, where they take their coats off, and Rachel just throws her coat on the floor. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> she didn't she looks that. around, there's no one to throw the coat, so she just throws it on the floor, and then she's like, "Right, this is it. This is over. What um, we are breaking up with you." Yeah. What do you think about the fact that Mindy decides actually, even after all, I'm still going to marry him? Um, and I thought this was a bit of a friends through a lens. Twenty five years mm. on, that actually. She's saying, at the end of the day, I really want to be just Mrs. Dr. Barry Farber, DDS. Yeah. 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 And it's it's another line between Rachel and Mindy and how they've grown apart and how... Because that was exactly what Rachel was doing originally, right? She yeah. was saying, I, I needed the yeah. orthodontist professional husband because that's yeah. what all my friends had. Yeah. The lifestyle. And of course, you know, in that one where you get that alternate reality where she's still married to Barry. Yeah. That's what she has, mm-hmm. and a very affluent lifestyle, mm-hmm. but that's based on, yeah, marrying Empty. a rich guy. Empty. Whereas yeah. what Rachel has now is so much richer and deeper. 
So now Barry, you know, that's the end of Barry, right? That's the exactly. Clo- that is the closure on Barry, yeah. which we are glad of. The road is clear now yeah. for Rachel to not just like be forced to think about moving on, but to mm. be able to say for sure I yeah. made the right decision. I actually tried that again and it wasn't the right thing to do. And so I'm ready now to yeah. open myself up or yeah. open my eyes up to the rest of the world. And it, pro- and it progresses things that that is, that's the end of that. But Ross is still feeling his tension for Rachel because he does get a bit snappy with the, at one point he goes, I have a jam packed schedule. Um, he's getting, Oh, but no, you know, but I really like that mm-hmm. because Rachel checkmates him with the Carol comparison. Ah, so okay. he's being all judgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she makes the very good point yeah. that he cannot deny, yeah. which puts him in a very awkward position. If Carol was literally right here on this couch and saying, come on, Ross, yeah. would you do it? And not that many episodes ago, mm. he told Carol he, he still loved, loved her. her and could they give it another go? Oh, yeah. So I just think That's he strange, feels... Actually, but but yeah. this is the thing, right? But, 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 but <laughs> this is the... The, the sort of mess of all of this that coming out of those long-term relationships it's impossible for them to not still feel something for the people they were with mm. and at the same mm. time trying to move on mm. and I think she touches a chord with Ross here because he's like actually yeah if these tables yeah. were turned yeah. I don't know if yeah. I could resist Carol all right so I shouldn't be so judgy but he you. just doesn't want to he can't he doesn't want to admit that he's been caught out in that way or he's been checkmated yeah was was the phrase that came in <laughs> another my su- mind. such another great charmer joke moment in that thing though where she says he's where rachel says come on ross if carol was right here on this couch right now are you telling me you wouldn't do it and because charmer's sitting in the middle of the couch he just goes i can slide over at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 he's so funny. that's funny i had a couple of other friends from through lenses oh one of them you touched on already, which is the the whole storyline of Chandler here relies on the understanding that home phones were the only way of talking to each other. And actually building on that, then, she, when she doesn't have the right number, she has to come back to Central Park to actually try and find him in yeah, person. There's no other way of, yeah, you know, she can't look him up on yeah, Facebook or anything yeah. else, you know, she's got to do that. Probably uh, not many Chandler Bings on Facebook. Certainly zero in 1990 when this now is so that was a friend to answer me and the other one Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm being a bit of a um, moany millie here there's this thing where Rachel mentions she went to camp with Mindy Mm -hmm. and she taught her how to and Mindy taught her how to kiss and Joey gets quite Mm -hmm. excited about that and Rachel's going off to go to work and Joey says, oh, I'll walk down with you. And he's like, tell me more about this kiss. Were you wearing any kind of little uniform? Oh. And I'm just like, would someone say that yeah. today? And I'm not saying that it's very offensive and shouldn't be said. Yeah. Because Joey is not implying anything more than just a fantasy of grown women wearing a little uniform, kissing each other. You know, that's what he's mm. getting at. He's not talking about young girls. But I don't think there's any way anyone would make a joke of that now. And I don't know whether that's actually, you know, you've got these embargoes of stuff because you can't go anywhere near them, and is that a bad thing? Or actually, is it a bit creepy for Joey to be like, ah, young girls in uniforms, tell me more? Uh, I think it's a bit creepy. Do you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit creepy. Okay. But this is, this is, and this is his character, is it? And it's still, he gets less, I think, you know, Joey really into the later seasons, he definitely... He gets warmer and sweeter with it, yeah. but here it's just a little bit more kind of snide. Just one tiny extra little moment of just again, just a character little bit, which is which is why as well, like 
you 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 know you can watch this and you can you know these are this is an easy program to watch but there's just tiny little bits and pieces in it which just um uh are very specific details that when you're watching it you might not spot these things it just kind of helps to build just a kind of intuitive impression but go on oh um is uh just one little detail where chandler is on the He's picked up the phone and he's all and he's and he and he does he's sitting on the sofa and then he goes and sits on the arm of the sofa while he's like mm-hmm. talking on the phone, and Monica just makes this face, and then she just gets a tea towel and puts it under his feet because he's got his feet on the sofa. Yeah, yeah. And what 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 are you saying about that? I'm just like I just think it's a nice character thing that it's oh. starting of her cleanliness. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know she's competitive and she's yeah. cleanly because you haven't seen you've seen bits and pieces of her OCD type stuff haven't you and it's just another one i think just a nice consistent thing and it's a little bit like the rachel walking around the table mm. she mm. doesn't need to mm. do that mm. Mm. when she's on the phone mm. she could be standing in the kitchen mm. she could be anywhere yeah but yeah it underlines just, it, just, it just paints a picture yeah. it's just a little detail that just keeps painting that picture yeah of these people that's are. nice and then when you need to laugh at something funny based on that characteristic yeah it's there in your exactly. head isn't yeah. it yeah who was your or what was your favorite joke in this episode um it, it's the one where it says um oh yes that we have fun he hits him is there anything wrong with that yeah yeah and he hits him yeah. and yeah mine was the it's before he does the brilliant um she's on the other line she's gonna call me back she's on, on the, the other line, line. she's gonna, gonna call, call me back. back just before that when he says i have some pride and monica says do you no best Who, friend rachel me too oh i really i think she plays it very very well the actress plays it very very well but also i just like it's not great, obviously, that she starts, starts sleeping with Barry again. But um, I like the whole kind of power thing towards the end yeah, where she's like, yeah. we're going to have this out and you're yeah. going to face up to what you've done. Yeah, yeah. And when she just takes the dental floss out of her hair and everything, she's just got these great mannerisms oh, that yeah. are super funny still as well. Absolutely amazing, yeah. Love her. Brilliant. So that was the one with the evil orthodontist. We now fully understand why he is so evil because he's two-time and bastard. Evil. Um, so next time, that's uh, we move into 21. So we are moving right into the later episodes of season one. It is the one with the fake Monica. Yes. So we just said, actually, she hasn't had much to do for a little mm. while. And now she's got uh, an episode all about her. This is the first episode uh, where one of the friends names is in the title of the episode is it yeah this is the first one that happened so it really is her episode next week i'm now going through them in my head but i'm sure you're right i am right oh good <laughs> so uh, save yourself the, the trouble <laughs> we would love it if you'll join us to find out more about the one with the fake Monica. and indeed if you could wherever it is you're listening to this or you download it from please do hit the subscribe button because we'd love you to hear all of these conversations and ideally join in with them and you can do that through twitter where you can find us with the handle at friends from a to z so we leave behind the evil orthodontist you know we're over him now yeah and we're gonna find out what on earth we mean by the fake monica that's our podcast thanks for listening to the end friends from a to z we hope that you come back again you've got a confession and you share our obsession too we'll be there So, until then...